Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 90 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can get rid of properties you don't want. Now, even if you don't have properties, still make sure you listen because this is really going to help you to understand why a property owner might agree to a purchase lease option. In fact, this is part number four of a five-part series all about purchase options and purchase lease options. In this episode, you're going to learn how to get rid of properties you don't want for the full market price or even more. How to get someone else to renovate your property at their expense. How to get rid of the hassle of renting properties but still achieve full rental income. And even if you don't have property to sell, this will help you understand why people would want to sell a property on a PLO. So let me ask you a question. Do you have any rental properties that you really don't want anymore? Maybe you've had bad tenants, bad letting agents, you've emotionally fallen out of love with them, or for whatever reason, you just don't want these properties. Well, you can get rid of your property in a number of different ways. Most people would sell through an estate agent. Great way to get lots of people to see your property, but there are some challenges. First of all, you have to pay estate agency fees. Even if they find someone who's prepared to buy your property, there's a one in three chance that that sale might fall through. And also, you may not achieve full market rent. What a lot of people decide to do, particularly landlords, is sell property in auction. Now, the idea of an auction is lots of people come together and bid on your property. You have to price it attractively to attract lots of people in the first place. And there's a chance it might sell for more than the reserve and you make more money. Now, the great thing about an an auction is that when the hammer goes down, you get paid within 28 days. The biggest problem is maybe the property doesn't sell and that puts you straight back to square one. So there's another way of getting rid of property that you don't want. And that is to sell to what we call a tenant buyer, granting them a purchase lease option. So what is a purchase lease option? Well, if you don't know what a purchase option is, then you need to go back and listen to part one of this five-part series, which is actually episode number 87 of the Property Magic podcast. That episode is an introduction to purchase options and purchase lease options. So it's number 87 you need to go and listen to. But basically, you rent a property to someone for a number of years and they have the right to buy in the future. So what is a tenant buyer? Well, it's someone who would love to buy, but they can't right now. Usually, it's because they can't get a mortgage now. Now, there are several reasons for this. Maybe their credit rating isn't good enough. Uh, Maybe they don't earn enough money right now. Um, Maybe they can't prove their income, or they've not been in the UK for long enough, all of which means they can't get a mortgage right now, but they might be able to get a mortgage in the future. You see, all of these issues can be solved over time. So what are the benefits to the tenant buyer? Well, they get to move into a property and call it their home. They get their foot on the property ladder and lock in a price and benefit from potential long-term capital growth. They benefit from the security of tenancy. So in other words, the tenant, the landlord's not going to turn around in six months and say, I want you to move out. So they can stay there for the full length of the term. They can add value to the property and they get the benefit of doing that. They don't need the normal large 25% deposit now. 
and they have time to save up the deposit that they will need. And they also have time to qualify for their mortgage because they can't get a mortgage right now. We want to make sure they can get a mortgage in the future. So what are the benefits to you as the owner of doing a purchase lease option to a tenant buyer? Well, they have the right to buy um, at the full market price. So you want to get the full market price of this property or maybe even slightly more. There are no estate agency fees for you. You get full rental income from the property for the length of the option period, but you've got no management, you've got no bills, you've got no costs. So in other words, you make more money from this property than if you just owned it and rented it out normally. This is rental income that you would have not had if you'd actually sold the property. The tenants may actually improve the property for you with what we call sweat equity. So there's no need for you to spend money on expensive renovations. And also you get an upfront option fee. Now, when we sell an option, we obviously want to get as much option fee as we can, typically three to £5,000. If the tenant fails to buy the property, they lose that money. If they do buy the property, that money comes off the end price. But what it does, it makes sure we don't get a normal kind of tenant. We get a tenant buyer who's committed to look after this property and they want to buy in the future. Now, do they have to buy? No, they don't have to buy. They've got the right to buy, but not the obligation to. But generally, when people have put some money down, they've got some skin in the game, they generally intend to buy that property. So how does it really work? Well, they move into the property, they make it their own home. They've got a purchase lease option in place so they can buy in the future. And in the meantime, they pay you rent, which is more than you'd normally get because you don't have the expenses. And they look after the property and treat it like their own home. They take care of all the maintenance and all the repairs, and they benefit from long-term capital growth. Now, you might be thinking, well, hang on a minute, I want the long-term capital growth. Well, if you want the long-term capital growth, don't sell the property, just rent it out. But if you want to get rid of a property, you wouldn't get the long-term capital growth if you sold now anyway. So you're making it fair for them. So they've got some benefit of doing this. And remember, they have the right to buy if they want to. They don't have to buy. And occasionally, tenant buyers don't buy, which means you just find another tenant buyer and you get another upfront option fee. So what are you looking for? Well, you're looking for people who are renting now, but really want to get their foot on the property ladder and own their own home. That's really important to them. Now, they must have some sort of deposit funds because you want to get some upfront money. We don't call it a deposit. We call it getting started money. And these are people who want to buy, but they're not able to get a suitable mortgage right now for some reason. They must be able to get a mortgage in the future. That's really important. There's no point putting them into this property if they're not going to be able to get a mortgage on it later because they're not going to be able to buy. And there are millions and millions of people like this who would love to get their foot on the property ladder. Now, let's just focus in a moment on why they can't get a mortgage. There are several reasons why they might not be able to get a mortgage now. Maybe they've not lived in the UK long enough. They could be a foreign doctor, for example, on a really high salary, but they've not lived here long enough. They just won't be able to get a mortgage. Maybe they don't earn enough now, but they will do in the future. Maybe they're a trainee, accountant, lawyer, doctor, and so they're on a trainee salary. As soon as they qualify, their income will double and they'll be able to afford to get the mortgage to buy your property. Maybe they've got a poor credit rating. 
something's happened, it means it's difficult for them to get a mortgage right now, but they will be able to get a mortgage in future. All of these problems can be solved over time. That's really, really important. Now also, it's important to make sure the tenant buyer can actually afford the property. How much deposit will they need to put in in the future when they get their mortgage? How much mortgage will they need to borrow from the bank? How much income will they need to be able to obtain that mortgage? And how much will that mortgage cost each month? They need to be able to afford that. There's no point in putting tenant buyers into a property if they're not going to be able to purchase in the future. It's not really fair for them. and It's a bit of a waste of your time as well. So how do you find these tenant buyers? Well, you can advertise to attract tenant buyers in the same way as you would for motivated sellers. You could do it online, adverts in newspapers, local leaflet drop, anything to attract these people to you. Now, if you have a particular property outside, you can build a board saying, why rent when you could buy this home? You could get the area leafleted around that property with the same message. And also you can work with mortgage brokers who will have clients who've not been able to get a mortgage now, but they really want to get on the housing ladder. Now, mortgage brokers get paid when the mortgage is drawn down by the buyer's solicitor. However, many people refuse um, and not able to be able to get a mortgage. So therefore, the mortgage broker is not going to make any money from this person, despite having done loads of work. Now, as we said before, there are a number of reasons why they can't get a mortgage right now. And the mortgage broker uh, will know if they can get a mortgage in the future. Now, you can pay the mortgage broker a commission for introducing these tenant buyers to you. And when they actually come to buy the property, you pass them back to the broker to help them arrange a mortgage. So rather than letting that person walk out the door and not help them, this can be a great solution the mortgage broker can give to the tenant buyer. Now remember, this is just part four of this five-part series. In part five, which is episode number 91 of the Property Magic Podcast, we'll cover the legal side of purchase these options and the paperwork that is required. A lot of people get very worried about that. It really is not difficult. In the meantime, why don't you download my tenant buyer checklist to make sure you get the right tenant buyers for your property. You can download it free of charge at www.plotraining.com. Until next time, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn, you can follow me on social media, and I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.